0: Hey, guys, and welcome to the second episode of Low-Key. This podcast is sponsored by Danger Cats Coffee. Danger Cats is a a, coffee, a cold brew coffee company. Um, they're new, newer to the Tulsa town. Um, you can pick up cold brew around Ida Red or Lone Wolf uh, takeout section or just check out their website at www.dangercatscoffee.com. Um, also, if you want to support Low-Key, um, go like us on Facebook. Uh, we have a low-key page. Go like us on Instagram. It's low underscore key podcast. And then we also have a website at uh, low key, www.lowkey.squarespace.com. And that has information that has like all our media and we'll have bios and also my bio if you want to get to know the low-key host also, if you'd like to support us in any other way, like become a Patreon, help us with equipment and any other things for the podcast, you can become a Patreon. Um, it has my Patreon link on my website. But right now, the only way to listen is through, through Squarespace, and I will post it on Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, yeah, and that, that's, that's ways you can support us and like us. Go check us out. Go check our page out. Go check us out on, on um, the Low-Key website. And uh, I'm very excited for my guest tonight. Um, he's from the Pop House and super excited. Oh, also, if you didn't know what this podcast is, it's directed towards the stories of local businesses, specialty coffee shops, and organizations. So let's get ready to talk to our second guest and the second owner from from the pop shop. Um, It's nice, it's easy, it's low key. Hi guys, and welcome to the second episode of the Low Key Podcast. Um, with me is the P- Pop House. Um, it's a popsicle place, and I'm very excited um, to have our guest here, Chris. What's your last name? Davis. Davis. Chris Davis. He's the owner of the Pop House. So, um, for for our audience, why don't you let us know what what is the Pop Pop House? Uh,
1: so the Pop House is a gourmet popsicle restaurant. We're a mobile food business. Um, Right now we have a tricycle, we call it the pop trike, and uh, basically we make artisanal craft gourmet popsicles. We use fresh ingredients. Um, We try our best to use local farms for the produce. Um, We use other, like we have a coffee popsicle, and we use uh, Danger Cast, which is a local uh, coffee company, so just kind of emphasis on local, just fresh ingredients, just made from scratch, and then we just hit the streets with them on the pop trike, and uh, we go to Guthrie Green and a lot of other events around town where people sort of congregate.
0: That's cool, man. Um, how, how long have you guys been around um, so far? Uh, it's just been about a month right now.
1: Okay. Yeah, so we're just kind of, feel like we're just kind of getting started, and, um, but... Kind of feels like it's been a little bit longer than a month too. It feels like we've we've done a lot already, but uh, yeah, just a month in right now.
0: Yeah, it seems it seems like it because I've seen you guys around and it seems like you guys are getting a lot of um, traction with with your uh, company right now.
1: I think so. I mean, I think that, and I think I just think people like popsicles. Yeah. Or ice pops. Actually, we should call them popsicle is a trademark name. <laughs> so I make ice pops. Uh, but yeah I mean I I think that was kind of the idea when I started the business was um, it's something that everybody likes and um, although there's some other ice pop companies in Tulsa they're more focused on just kind of like the purely health food aspect of things and while some of our pops are a little on the healthy side, we also wanted to have some indulgent pops too, like yeah. blueberry cheesecake. Or, oh, that's so good. You know, chocolate sea salt, different things like that. So, um, but yeah, we just basically, you know, it's a hot summer here in Tulsa, so you know we're happy to to provide a you know, a good treat and, and uh definitely a month in, I mean I'm really happy with how people are responding to it and coming up to the trike and having already heard about us. You know, on social media or seeing us elsewhere. So uh, yeah, we're, I think we're off to a great start.
0: That's cool, man. So I, I guess like you may have answered this in in the midst of, of you talking right there. Um, what, what, what drew you to start making popsicles?
1: So I really just have a desire to be an entrepreneur. I mean, that's really kind of my main focus. I mean, I'm definitely passionate about the products that we make uh, with the Pop House, but um, I kind of just have a lot of different ideas for businesses. Um, okay. I, I, I just moved back to Tulsa. I've been living in Dallas for the last six years, and um, I had a corporate job in the food and beverage industry, and so I just feel like I've kind of been soaking in a lot of information about, you know, how big, bigger cities do things, and like, what a really good restaurant concept look like or kind of what Mm -hmm. are the food trends that other big cities are jumping on and so I decided to move back to Tulsa uh, in December of last year and this was just kind of a good jumping off point for me I thought you know it'd be a good summer business it was kind of a like I said it's something that I felt pretty confident going in because everyone likes ice pops you know you don't really have to like educate people, you know, you're not starting from scratch from that perspective. So, um, you know, I hope to implement some of my other ideas, you know, in the future, but um, the spot business just made sense and uh, it was a good starting point. And I have a, uh, my brother and his wife uh, are my partners in this, and um, they came to visit me in Dallas a couple of years ago and they brought my niece who was two years old at the time and we went to the ice pop place in Dallas that you know I've kind of been inspired by and as we were sitting there eating our pops we all three of us were just like man this would be really good in Tulsa like uh, why don't we have something like this this is so cool and so it had kind of been something that was on the back burner in our family for a while and Um, so when I made the decision to move back, it was just kind of like, hey, let's, let's do that ice pop business that we've been talking about doing. So Mm -hmm.
0: that's cool. Yeah. Especially here. Like it's really hot, but like a lot of my friends that I, I, I've, I've told about this, like none of them like have heard of anything like this. And when I told them about it, like they get super excited because there's nothing like that in Tulsa right now. Yeah.
1: I think it, it's, uh, like the gourmet ice pop is definitely a food trend, um, that has been growing in the last few years. And um, I think that if I hadn't done it this summer, that someone else would have probably, in fact, I've run into multiple people when I've been out selling pops that are like, Oh, I was going to do this. I, you know, I had this idea or I saw this done in another city and I was going to, I've had people say, "Oh, thank you for doing this. So I don't have to do it. (laughs) You know, like, um, (laughs) so I think it's like something that's kind of been like, on the verge of happening for a while and you know I think a lot of times it just takes someone to kind of come in and do it so um yeah so there's there's definitely some people that are like gourmet ice pop is totally a new concept to them and they love it and some people are like oh I saw that in Brooklyn I've seen that in Austin I've seen that wherever Uh and so they're happy to see um, that come to Tulsa as well. So. Yeah, I've
0: I've like see I haven't seen like an ice pop thing like in any other city. I'm I'm originally from Vegas, but like when I came here to Tulsa, like snow cones were big. Mm-hmm. But then like when you hit like started coming out with your with your ice pops and stuff like that, I was like really excited because it was something different and new that I that I have that I haven't seen, you know.
1: Yeah, I think um, I mean definitely. This has been a snow cone city for a, a <laughs> yeah. few years. Um, and I mean, I think that there's obviously some good snow cones, but I think what I wanted to do was, and one of the one of the things that I like about ice bobs is that, um, you know, there's real fruit in there, there's real stuff, It's so it's like you're eating something that's definitely a treat, and some of them are definitely indulgent, but... You're also getting some nutritional value, you know. You're there's a lot of like in my banana cinnamon pops, like there's a lot of real banana in there, and like my blueberry lemonade or my blackberry honey, like those are you know you're really getting the nutrition. Even though I I would definitely not necessarily call it health food because I do add a little <laughs> bit of sugar. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's something you can kind of. It's like a nice little snack. It actually feels like you're eating a snack, right? Like if you eat you know, like those old flavor ice things that, you know, yeah. used to have when we were kids. Like those that's were just, awesome. Yeah, but it's just like <laughs> syrup, right? I mean, yeah. that's just like, you're like, what even is this? So, like, at least, like, I feel like with, with my ice pops, it's like, you know, you kind of know what you're getting, you know what you're eating, and, you know, you can feel, you can at least talk yourself into feeling like you've done something okay for yourself when you eat one. Yeah, I remember,
0: like, for those little, like, the ones that we used to like the fr- I think they're freezies, that's what they're called. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And like I used to wait until they melt just to drink it. And oh, not, gosh. Not, not really. I, I I wouldn't like eat it cold, but I'd just wait until until like a drink. It. I never
1: liked those things. I like my mom would buy them and I had a few brothers and and all my brothers would eat them and I was just like, no, I'm good on that. Like I just <laughs> never really liked that the store-bought popsicles with just kind of like the artificial flavor i never really liked i liked the fudge like the creamy ones the creamy oh. banana and the creamy fudge sickles like oh those were so good i was all about that but like those long tubes of like flavor ice yeah. I, was like, I don't know those were like a last minute
0: like drink or like not drink well i would basically drink them but a last yeah. minute like popsicle for me though so right it yeah. wasn't like my favorite but I enjoyed them sure. while we had them. There yeah. was just always like a ton of them in our fridge. I don't. I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. We, yeah.
1: we <laughs> always had them, but yeah, not not my personal favorite. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, I guess you answered how how you started off too in the midst of that. Um, logo and your name, like where did where did that come from? Like how did you come up with it, or did you have somebody did somebody come up with it for you?
1: Um, so naming the business was. A challenge I mean um, it's just I mean it's just like you really want to make a good name you want it to kind of have a nice ring to it and like with pops it was like I don't know there's like a balance where you kind of want it to be clever but not too not too clever not too you know yeah um, like we went through several names that were just like I don't know they just none of them just like felt quite right and like i would survey friends and family like different names and like there wasn't really one that we like that everyone could agree on like there was always like someone like passionately didn't like some name or you know that other people might like and yeah um the pop house like we kind of settled on that because we do want to move to um you know, to have like an actual store sometime in the next year or two. That'd be cool. Um, so we kind of chose a name that would allow us to, you know, that would kind of ap- that branding would kind of apply when we when we do move on to the next step of our development. Um, and then it's a family business, so we liked the fact that the word house kind of implied like a home, like you know that mm. we grew up in. So. Um, and, you know, I just kind of like the way it sounds, Pop House. I just think it, it... Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has a nice little ring. So we ended up settling on that, and it was, like, a two-week process of, like, debating names and everything. So, like, once we kind of had that, we were just like, let's... <laughs> like, this is good. Yeah. Like, I think we can work with this. Um, and then the logos, you know, I, I just... Uh, I have... I've done some, some other projects when I was living in Dallas, so I just hit up a friend of mine that um, he's done a lot of work with restaurants and designing logos, and he would do, like, creative, like, restaurant menu designs and websites, so uh, I sent it to him, and, and I like working with him because he's, he'll send me, like, eight different logo set options that you can kind of, like, yeah. pick and choose, like, what you like, um, so you can really, you know, feel good about the one that you land on nice that's pretty cool um outside of
0: um selling popsicles and all that what 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 hobbies do you have like what do you what do you do outside of popsicles
1: uh, I don't do a whole like this summer I do very little outside of selling popsicles um I like I said I, I worked at a corporate job for about eight years and I left that job in July um and so I kind of had a sabbatical for several months where I was kind of just really just enjoying life and kind of trying to decide I kind of hadn't decided what I was going to do next I I took a trip Uh, I went to Europe for a few weeks and did some traveling Um, so that was a fun adventure for me Um, I'm really into music I'm always listening to to new music and do you have a favorite
0: band or musician you listen to
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm all over the place with my tastes, but I'm a really big Radiohead fan. I really like the National, My Morning Jacket. Those are good bands. You like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) And I'm a really big hip hop fan, and I unapologetically love Kanye West. Me too. I I will defend Kanye for the rest of my life. I think he's great. I think everyone should be more like Kanye. Yeah. I will defend that statement. Yeah, I love. I not talked to you <laughs> Happy to him. have a Kanye debate. Happy to have, <laughs> as long as it's polite, everyone can keep their cool. I'm yeah. happy to tell you why I love Kanye so much.
0: Yeah, Kanye, Kanye is pretty awesome. I used to listen... Well, I still do listen to him, but I used to listen to him a lot when I was younger. So, and he's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I like the National, but yeah.
1: Yeah, the National, they were big for me throughout college and like the after college time. I just feel like they... Make good music for like the mid twenties, you know, for your for your mid twenties, and um, I, you know, Radiohead is Radiohead. Yeah. I love Radiohead, Radiohead's good.
0: Um, you told me that you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah, definitely for the for NFL. I definitely definitely lean Cowboys. So.
0: Okay. Do you have is there a certain moment that you have that's a favorite moment? with watching a Dallas Cowboys game or? So I'm
1: probably not the biggest Dallas Cowboys fan that you're gonna meet, it's not like I grew up, like it's not a super big part of my life, and actually, so I had, um, one of the things that I did in Dallas was, I have a public relations and marketing background, and my friend and I had a agency, uh, or we still do this uh, a little bit as well, but We do PR and marketing for athletes and so um, basically my business partner in that venture he um, played college football and he was good friends with several guys that were entering the NFL and so he had the opportunity to kind of be marketing representation uh, for them and then he brought me on about five years ago because he needed someone that could do PR as well. So I kind of became a Dallas Cowboys fan because I was working with some guys. That like makes the Cowboys, sense. But it's not like a super, um, like, nostalgic thing. Although my grandfather was a really big Dallas Cowboys fan, and, and I'll definitely always remember you know, him rooting for the Cowboys when I was younger. But I grew up mainly a baseball fan. I'm a Texas Rangers fan. Oh,
0: okay. So... Of course, I'm wearing a Cubs hat. Yeah, you are. We'll we'll see you in the World Series. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see you there. Hey, I just hope we get there. That's (laughs) it. That's it. (laughs) Right. So, um, uh, what's your your favorite popsicle you've made so far that you enjoy?
1: Uh, You can't ask me that because this is when I just start listing all of them. Um, I... You, you
0: could do Flavor of the Week, that's even better. Okay, well, <laughs> I,
1: ju- I literally just made banana cinnamon, which I think is really good. That's dangerous. I really think it turned out good, I'm really happy with that. Um, I use Thunderbird Farms in Broken Arrow for my berries, and so okay. I make a blueberry lemon, oh, uh, man. that's really good with Thunderbird berries, and then I make a blackberry honey yogurt that I really love. Um, that's also with Thunderbird Berries. Um, and then I also, uh, just this week, made a blueberry cheesecake with the Thunderbird Berries as well. So all those are good. But then, you know what, like some, let's see, like I said, this is when I just start listing all the pops. Because I really love, like, just the plain strawberry pop. You know, sometimes just, like, that simplicity is really nice, too. So, yeah, um, yeah. I just, uh, I think that's that's definitely important. Like, I don't really, you know. I have to like the pops that we sell. If I don't yeah. like it, it's kind of hard to, like, <laughs> stand by it. Yeah, so. sell it to the customer. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: I, I was just going to ask you, if I was a, if I was a, a new customer walking up mm-hmm. right now, what
1: is the popsicle I should get? Like, this is the one. I usually steer people towards blueberry lemon um, just because it's just really refreshing. It's, you know, local berries. It's just a really nice, fresh taste. Um, and it's, you know, it's really popular. Um, a lot of people like, you know, some of the pops are more adventurous. Like we have a cherry sour cream that's really popular. And so oh. if someone's kind of, they want something a little bit creamy, uh, and, and they, they want to go a little more out there with the, with the flavor, I would probably recommend a cherry sour cream.
0: Okay. So. I, I don't know if I'm at liberty to ask this, but <laughs> you could you can let me know if you sure. can tell me the process. Um, what what is uh, do you do you you don't have to tell me like all the ingredients or all the things that go right. into it, but what what uh, what is the process of making a popsicle? Because I know for me, like I used to as a kid, I used to just put it in uh, the ice cube thing and, and mm-hmm. put it in the freezer, and that was a popsicle for me. Yeah, but I know there's a lot more to it than just that.
1: Yeah, I mean some of them are more complicated than others. I mean, in general, like the creamy pops, you know the ones that you know, have dairy in them are a little bit more complicated because you have to have the right ratio of, like, fruit to cream to water to, like, make sure, uh, we had a lot of trial and error, like, early this year as we were, like, developing the concept, like, and really just kind of, like, getting everything done. I mean, there's a lot of trial and error as far as, like, you put too much cream, then you try to pull it out of the mold, the stick will come out of the pop, and, yeah, so, you know, you kind of have to do that, but, like, you know, the strawberry pop is super simple. I mean, I just puree strawberries and I make simple syrup and, you know, I, I kind of mix that together. So that's, you know, that's definitely not rocket science. But uh, some of the, you know, as you get into the more creamy pops and the pops with more ingredients, you know, you definitely have to do more with finding the right ratios. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes, like, you know, a little, something really small can make a big difference, like, I had made a banana cream pop a week ago, and I thought it was really good. And a lot of people, I mean, people really liked it. But I just felt like there was, it just wasn't, it was just missing something. And I just just kind of decided to add a little bit of cinnamon. and mm-hmm. I just tried it. I was like, okay, this is definitely it. <laughs> this is really good. Nice. So, um, but yeah, does that answer the question? Yeah, very okay. much so. Yeah. <laughs> what, are, uh,
0: what are some future future visions for the pop house. I I think you, you've answered some in in the middle of me questioning you mm-hmm. earlier, talking about it earlier. You said you want eventually a a place to to stay and, and, and a, um, a business place. But what, what what's the future look for you guys or what are you envisioning?
1: Yeah, I mean I think that well first of all it's important to just kind of um, focus on where you are right now and like so, you know, right now we're definitely just trying to focus on just making really good pops, developing new flavors, and just, like, really becoming more and more and more experts on on making pops. And I think that, you know, I, I feel really proud of, you know, the pops that we have yeah. that we're serving right now. But we want to keep getting better and keep adding more um, as far as, like, short-term, like, this, this year... Um, we want to have at least one new pop almost every week, and we want to really just build a culture in Tulsa that gets people to, to try it and know what it is and hmm. and ideally I'd like to be selling pops even into the fall. I mean I have fall flavors like pumpkin and oh my gosh and uh, you know that that we're gonna do so sounds exciting. Um, yeah, so I mean I definitely plan on just growing the business through this year and then just kind of seeing where we are. I mean I've had. Like I said, it, you know, it just kind of depends on where we are at the end of the at the end of the summer, or the end of the fall. Um, you know, I definitely we would like to move into a brick and mortar, um, but you know, it's a matter of finding the right place to do that, and so I mean, we're gonna make sure that everything feels right, and as we you know decide to take that step, um, you know, or we may just get to a point where we're like okay we just need to add a second trike and maybe we have a trike in Oklahoma City next summer and one in Tulsa or you know club, yeah. so there's a lot of different ways we can go we I mean we also have our eye on um, getting into stores I mean I think it would be really cool if we could sell our pops and um, some of the local businesses or you know Reese's or Whole Foods or even like Ida Red or Dwelling Spaces or something like that, if we could find a way to sell pops in some of those, I mean, that would definitely be something that we would be interested in. So I think that like we definitely have a vision of like where we want to go, but at the same time we're focused on the present and we're just trying to to just do a really good job with what we're doing right now and just trust that as we progress, you know, we'll make the right decisions um moving forward with with everything. So so yeah, I think it, it could be brick and mortar next summer or that could be two years or it could be another trike or who knows, you know, you just sometimes you just don't know until you're actually in that situation.
0: Yeah. Um what was I gonna with uh where where could like with you not having a place mm-hmm. where could people normally like locate you
1: or Um, find you or yeah so I would definitely recommend following all of our social media Uh, it's at thepophouseok on twitter, instagram and then facebook facebook facebook.com slash thepophouseok we are at Guthrie Green every Wednesday for food truck Wednesday Um, we do a lot of events at Guthrie Green because it's just a really nice space We need to do concerts and yeah you know just a lot of variety of events that that work well Uh, we'll be at the River West Festival Park on the 4th of July Um, Hmm. and you know just I think you know like I said we're kind of a month in so we're still kind of figuring out what works and what doesn't so if you just follow our social media um, you can definitely stay up to speed on on where we are, but uh, we've been taking the track out about three days a week, three to four days a week. so um, you know that could always expand as as we as we move forward. but definitely just follow our social and and keep up with us that way, I would say.
0: Okay. And is there anything like special? Like, for 4th of July, 4th of July is coming up. Are you guys doing any special pops, or are you guys doing any special eventing things, or... I know you said River West.
1: Yeah. one. Well, and... Well, I will say, like, um... Well, no, we're not doing, like, a... a special, like, America pop or anything. <laughs> yeah. They're all America pops, when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, uh we are encouraging people and i don't know when this will go up but we are opening um, up now to allow people to pick up orders Um, so if you can't track us down at guthrie green or um, the river for the fourth or whatever the case may be um, we're allowing people to place orders if you want to order 20 pops you can meet us at our kitchen and we make our Pops at Kitchen 66 in downtown Tulsa in the Sun Life building. Um, and this is a really good space. I'll just plug Kitchen 66 real quick because... Yeah. Um, I mean, literally, if it wasn't here, then we wouldn't be able to do this because that was... I mean, we spent a couple months, like, looking for a kitchen to, to make our products. So obviously, you can't just make them at home. you got to have a commercial kitchen health department sanctioned. So... Pages 66 is allowing food entrepreneurs a space to um, kind of refine their products and mass produce and get it out into the market so uh, they're also allowing us to let customers come by here. There's a nice um, area where people can sit, Uh, they have a cafe here and you can make an appointment if you go on our website or send us an email. If you want to order at least 20 pops you know we can meet you up at kitchen 66 and it's awesome um, and get you set up with those uh you would need to bring your own cooler probably just so (laughs) that we can uh, get you get you fixed up but i actually had a couple people do that this week and it went it went well so um if you don't feel like getting out to the parks or events just shoot us a message and we can arrange for pop pickup for you
0: yeah cool And um, is there any, is there any way, like, is there any, like, special popsicles you want to shout out there? And then any ways people can just support you um, in any way, so.
1: Um, I think that all the pops are special. (laughs) Uh, And I I think that the best way to support us is just to, to try us. I mean, if you like it, you know, tell a friend, but... I mean, I think that we have confidence in the product and we've got really good feedback on the pops that we've made so far. So um, yeah, I mean, I just support local business. Give us a shot. If you see us out peddling around, flag us down and, and try a pop. And yeah, you know, one of the cool things too is like, you know, we have, we do have a lot of different flavors. I feel like I've shouted out quite a few of them, but yeah. Um, one of the concepts of the business is just that every time you see us out, there's going to be different flavors. So that's kind of one of the fun things about it is, you know, you see us at Guthrie Green this week, we're going to have these six or seven flavors and next week Hmm. we'll probably have something that we've never had before. And we'll probably have at least two or three that we didn't have last week. So kind of keeps it fun and and everything. But yeah, I would just say follow our social media, the pop house. Okay. And, uh, If you buy a pop, maybe take a picture, post it on your social media, on your Instagram, tag us. You know, stuff like that is great. But, yeah, yeah, just check us out.
0: Cool, man. Well, thanks for being on uh, the Low-Key Podcast, and um, thank you just for telling us your story and and everything about the Pop House. Sure, man. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right, guys, go support them. Um, The Pop House at Instagram or... On Instagram, and, and then go check out, you guys have a website?
1: Yeah, thepophouse.net is the website, and all the social handles are the same as at thepophouseok. All
0: right, guys, you heard it.
1: Hashtag pop <laughs>